Welcome to Junior L's and Now What? Games episode 202. So the game that I'd originally selected for this is a short discussion. So I'm going to amend this episode and add a second thing to it. But let's start with the game. This game is one that requires hand-eye coordination and some intellectual speed. Uh, It is one that can work with large groups of people or small groups of people. Uh, The one thing I would recommend, though, is whatever playing surface you're going to use is wide enough for people to spread some stuff out in front of them, but close enough that you can all reach a central point or close to. The game is called Nerts. N-E-R-T-Z. Now, I'm sure there's many versions of this game out there, and you really don't have to have a special deck of cards to play it. Um, And in fact, if you go out and buy the game itself, it actually just comes with a dozen or so standard decks of cards. The key here is the back of the cards have to be different for each deck. And what you're trying to do here is it's kind of a sort of form of solitaire, not really, um, but the very simple gameplay is you have, uh, each person has their own deck of cards. You make a stack of 13 cards with the top card flipped up, and then you have four cards next to them. And these are kind of like miscellaneous cards to help you. When the game starts... Your goal is to stack cards up in the middle with everybody else from this, from ace being the lowest. Um, and then you have to stay on suit. So ace of spades, two of spades, three of spades on up until you get to king. And then you clear that off the board and you just keep doing it until that stack of 13 depletes to zero. Whoever's stack depletes to zero first declares nerds and that round is over. Then the key here is is you go into that middle where everyone had made their stacks and you separate them out by the backs of their cards based off of the, the, the color, the pattern, the whatever. And then people add those up and that's their score and that's how you do it. These games are super fast. They can be super fun. Um, the thing that makes them challenging is if you're either playing in a windy place so the cards blow around or you're playing in a place where you, people can't reach the center. So obviously age makes a difference because of arm length, um, speed of thought, uh, hand-eye coordination, that kind of stuff. So uh, we've added rules to it like um, if a person wins, their stack becomes larger. Instead of a stack of 13, it's a stack of 14. And yes, I am not sharing all the rules to the game here um, because there is some nuances to it. But that is just a very simple gameplay. Um, it's fun, it's fast, it's easy. And if you can't buy the actual game nerds, just get decks of cards, take the jokers out, make sure they're different uh, when you're playing. And you can play from two, I think up to, well, probably an innumerable amount as long as you have space to play. Um, I think the deck or the, the box set we have, I think can play up to 12. And I think we've done that before. And it's lots of fun. Um, It's a really good, easy game. The rules are fairly simple. One or two rounds and everyone figures it out. Um, And it's fun because you get to play super fast. And from one day to the next, you can play and be the awesome winner. And the next time you can be the not awesome winner. But it's fun. Um, It's one of those games where, uh, you know, you play to get the highest points. Um, And sometimes there's things you can do to enjoy it. Uh, One thing, I don't know if I've ever conveyed this before. But when I play games with other people, um, we think of winning as the strategy or as the goal or as the purpose. I'm going to play this game to win. 
Now, as fun as that is, sometimes for everyone to enjoy themselves, being the winner isn't always the best way to have fun. And so sometimes when I play games with other people, I give myself other goals so that I still feel like I succeeded, but I don't necessarily win because maybe somebody else at the table needs that win to help boost themselves up for some reason. So I will set myself a goal to, you know, I want to get 20 points this round. So I'm going to intentionally not reduce my nerds pile. I will do other things to get those points, but somebody else can still declare nerds before me or whatever the case may be. Um, But keep that in mind. When you're playing games, the purpose, the goal of the game doesn't have to be to win. It can be something else and still have fun. I will tell you, there are people that can you can play with that they begin to win and become kind of jerks as that's happening. And it makes it less and less fun. And when people begin to have less fun, then they become bullies. And I will tell you, that's destructive. The point is to have fun and to build. Whether you're winning or whether you're not, to build and to walk away being a better person not to tear down and to destroy. Okay, so off my soapbox. The other thing I wanted to talk about, my wife is deeply passionate about puzzles. And I'm sure I've probably mentioned this before uh, in some of these podcasts. And I actually really enjoy puzzles too. In fact, all the members of my family do to one extent or another enjoy them. Um, But I wanted to share a brand. Now, you know, not all games or puzzles are created equal. And this particular brand is called Ravensburger. And there's lots of different ways to do puzzles. Um, I mean, obviously, the simple, you know, spread out the pieces, assemble the pieces, organize the pieces, put them all together. That part's kind of the same no matter what. But mobility is a big deal. So we've gone through different iterations over time. You know, had a card table that we bring out and we do the puzzle on it. Um, We have a larger table that we'll do them on. Um, I bought some smaller, um, and smaller is a relative term, whiteboards, which aren't super expensive. And they're nice because they're mobile. So you can spread out your pieces on those and then you can move it from point A to point B. Hey, I've got guests coming over. I better move my puzzles somewhere else. And you don't have to disassemble the whole thing. It's super convenient from that standpoint. Um, Right now we have a puzzle table. It's got like a cork surface. um, So the pieces still move, but they don't move easily. And it's got little drawers on the side. As you're organizing your pieces, you could put them in the drawers. Um, you've, you may have seen on Amazon, like dice bins, uh, they make something similar to that for, uh, puzzle pieces. So if you don't have a puzzle table, you can use those to organize your puzzle pieces in and keep them off to the side. So just wanted to share that it's kind of a fun pastime. Uh, the thousand piece puzzle seems to be kind of that happy window that fits on lots of different surfaces. Um, but isn't, uh, you know, too small to be completed super fast. Um, Part of the reason why I shared this particular brand of puzzle is the pieces fit together really well. So even if it's a huge puzzle, um, it's still obvious if the right piece is fitting to the right spot. Um, Some other puzzles, especially ones that are a little bit more complicated, uh, you'll put pieces together and they look like they fit. And then you get through near the end and you're like, yeah, that didn't work. Um, Ravensburger is, is one of those brands that it doesn't, have as much of an issue with that. So that's it. It's enough for me. And in the immortal words of my youngest son, Superman, smile, be happy, and remember that you're worth it. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day.